and welcome to episode 11 of Sprathcast with me, Mark Allen, and the non-executive director of the board of Sprath, Eli Silverman. What have you been up to? I have... Happy New Year, by the way. Thank you. Happy New Year to you, Mark. Thank you very much. I have been doing all sorts of stuff. I was in the US of A. Oh yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that later in the uh, the upbeat segment, Okay. Uh, where we report back on our holidays. Uh, I was drunk a lot over the holidays. Yeah, that's basically it. That's it. That's all you've got to discuss. You're not going to tell us the story that we discussed that you were going to say at the opening. Oh yeah. Well, Mark, what actually happened was I was on a tube coming here, and uh, I was running for the uh, tube door, and I happened to have in one hand some chips. Right. And in the, with the chips was like the remaining fifth of a gherkin. A fifth of a gherkin. It was a big fucking gherkin though. Right, okay. And those things seem to get bigger and bigger, don't they? You ordered chips in a gherkin. No, I had a saveloy as well. And the, But you necked that. That was all gone. Three, all three, that was gone like a shot. I you hailed, bolted I that down. The, uh, you bolted it down like a duck swallowing yeah. bread. So you were, running, you were running for the tube with a bag of chips and a fifth of a gherkin. Yes. I... Can't and wait to see where as, this goes. As I'm going through the door of the tube, the door, the tube door hits the chip carrying arm, and as I pop into the carriage, the chips explode. Inside or outside the carriage? Inside the carriage. You, you basically entered to a fanfare of chips yeah. and gherkin. Yeah, I threw wow. my chips and gherkin all, all in the place. All of it. Was it all gone? Yeah. Did you salvage anything? No, there were some chips left. Yes, but no you gherkin. basically littered the carriage with your dinner. Yes, I had to apologise oh. to everyone. Did you really? The what gherkin did? almost went at this guy's eye. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did he not look happy? He was looking at me like, you know, are you going to apologise for throwing your chips at me, basically? So I did. did you should have offered him a chip. That probably would have uh, calmed the waters. Yeah. Gone. I, tell I, you didn't, I didn't want him to have any of my chips. Yeah, I know, but you, you should have really him. gone the extra yard because you just disrupted his I, journey. I was in a mood. Spattering him in chip. I was in a mood because uh, that last fifth of gherkin is the sweetest. It's the best bit. It's the I presume bit, you were yeah. saving it. I was. To I the put end. it aside. I thought, oh, it's all getting a bit chippy now. I mean, a lot of chips. You need this your would, veg. This would be offset by the gherkin yeah, element. Yeah. But I don't want to, you know, because I've got a lot of chips to go through. I'm just going to save it. Gherkin's probably one of your five a day. Gherkin. In fact, it's a big gherkin. It's probably two. Several yeah, of your five a day. This was a huge bolus of a gherkin. I'm telling you, it was almost spherical. I saw this thing in the States. Like an apple. You saw this product in the States in the petrol station. Yeah. Pickle to go. Because they call gherkins pickles, right? Yeah. It's just. An individually wrapped pickle in a sort of little sachet of salt water. What? Pickle, you know, you've got your sandwich, get a pickle. Here's your pickle, now go. It was like five bucks. What are you joking? But you pay, you're paying for the convenience. Yeah. There, really, yeah. aren't you? But you could buy a whole jar of gherkins. I know, but you wouldn't have them to go. You'd have the whole jar. Weird, man. You wouldn't just have There's one. Some weird stuff available at the moment. I, I saw, have you seen um, the, the energy drinks that are out now? Like, you know when, like, in the, in the 80s, you needed a bit of energy, where would you turn? Lucasade. Yeah. Every time, yeah. wouldn't you? You'd turn to Lucasade every time. Um, now, apparently, uh, the world believes that drinking Lucasade for energy, too time-consuming. People need energy now. They need it quickly. They haven't got time to faff around drinking. Uh, so they've come up with this. Have you seen these? Quick energy. I've seen these shots. Yeah, yes. there's this little shot here. I've got a bottle of it. Quick energy. Lasts for hours. Just five calories, no crash. No crash? Unless you drink it while you're driving, in which case you might. Uh, but have you ever tried one of these? No. I'm kind of tempted. Do it. I'm gonna, I, I bought this to, to use as an illustrative uh, part of a joke I'm thinking of doing. 
But you can always buy another one. I can, can't I? I'm going to try it. I'm going to see what it works. This apparently has niacin in it. Um, uh, user may experience a warm feeling and skin redness that lasts a few minutes. This is known as a niacin flush and is caused by niacin uh, increasing blood flow near the skin. Well, what am I waiting for? That's so exactly hit. what I want. That sounds, I want like, go red. That sounds like a Get major, this major high, man. So here we go. Um, I've genuinely never tried this. I will be. This is a live experiment. I'm going to be reporting on the uh, the effects of quick energy Can I just to see if it works. Yeah, go on then. I'll say that you'll notice fuck all. You don't think I'm going to notice a difference? No. I mean, I'm feeling I don't fairly energised right now. I don't think you'll notice a, a difference. I've just had some lasagna. Right, okay. Down in one. <laughs> don't spit it out, Mark. Oh, Christ. God, this is fucking unpleasant. <laughs> Asphyxiation. I choked on that. That was a bit more dramatic than I thought. Well, yeah, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that at all. That's right. quite unpleasant, I'll tell you that, right now. <laughs> I mean, I don't suppose it's supposed to be drunk in the way that I did. It was kind of... Uh, uh, you know, let me know if you notice any redness, any okay. nice in flushing. Um, I will. We'll crack on, shall Let's we? Let's crack on. Okay, so um, as requested by uh, by Adam last time, we're going to be a bit more upbeat. Uh, so holiday report. We've both had holidays. So uh, do you want to go first? How was your holiday like? It was kind of low key, you know, seeing yeah. the family. Nice. The weather, absolutely perfect. Perfect. <laughs> You're in Florida, aren't you? Yeah, it was woo, sweet as a nut. So what did you actually do in Florida? Well, I ate a lot of very poor quality fast food. Why? I love it. You like poor quality fast food. Nice. I went to Taco Bell. I don't know if we're allowed to... don't have that here. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone listening to this. Are we allowed so... to mention brand names? Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I went to Taco Bell Yeah. five or six times during a ten-day holiday, and I loved it every single time. Lapped five or six times? Yes. That's like once every two days. Were you getting withdrawals or something? Yes. I was sitting there at home thinking about eating Taco more Bell. of it. Yeah. What's that? It's Taco Clock. Yeah. That's what that is. Tack o'clock. Tick tack, tock attack, tick attack. So, um, I presume that they knew you quite well by the end of it then. Well, I did get friendly. He's the guy. He's fiending for get, tacos. I've got this. There was a girl, she was like, Are You from England? You got a cute accent. Really? I was quite embarrassed actually because the next day I came in with my brother and sister. I was like, Yeah. And, and they, they were like, He's back, everybody. Yeah. Hi, Eli. Yes, were they, they like were. that? They were a bit, yeah. Eli's here. No, they, no, they weren't on first name. Name turns with me. That's <laughs> a shame. That'd so quite nice. that. Usual, the usual Eli. Ten tacos. Tacos, we'll wipe it around the floor a couple of times just the way you like it. What other also struck me yeah. about the States again is the lack of pedestrian pedestrian uh, amenities. There are none. They, they don't get and the ones for... The ones they have are a flipping joke. What, like, how did like, that affect you? Basically, I was going to cross this quite large road. And it has a system, you know, the, the green man sort of system. The Can I just stop you at this point? 
I'm feeling a bit of a nice impulse right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Oh yeah. You're yeah. Flushing. Am I flushing? I don't you know, are, but man. I'm feeling pretty. Ooh. You're, you're looking a bit. Do you mind Ooh. if I jog while you tell this story? <laughs> no, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, feel free. No. So anyway, there's a screen man thing. I press the button to you know get them to stop so I can cross the road. Yeah. And it's had the hand up, and the hand means don't to go. To you. Yeah. The light is the hand. Yeah. It, talk to the hand. Talk, don't the cars go. Are don't go because the cars are going. And I waited for a while, and then it, the car stopped because of some other system, and I crossed, and I walked about 100 metres on down the other road, and I kept looking back. The hand was still there. But other than that, quite edifying Christmas, was it? Oh, it was nice, yeah. Nice, nice. I was in Egypt. I went to Egypt. How was Egypt? It was brilliant. Egypt was was amazing, man. It was really good. And we yeah, we were away for 10 days as well. No Taco Bell at all. Is there a falafel bell there? Uh, no, a lot of falafel. A lot of street-based kebabbery uh, that went on there. You know, the one frustrating thing about Egypt was that there's no prices on anything. Really? You know, if you ask someone what price something, you know, they sell one of that thing, right? They only sell kebabs. As a Westerner, if you ask them how much it is, they will pause before telling you, you know, you know how much your kebab is to normal people, but they, they adjust the price accordingly. If you're a Westerner, they put the price up. Yeah. So... You have to haggle, which is just like, I can't be asked. I'm British, you know, so it's like, tell me a price. I believe in fair play. You tell me a fair price, I shall give you a fair money, and we'll all walk away happy. Um, but it wasn't like that. It's like, how much is that? Um, 50 pounds. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, that is the, essentially, you have to then laugh in their face and go, I am not paying 50 pounds for that. Absolutely did not. You, did and they go, okay, like, okay, uh, for you, for you, £40. No, it's like, look, I've bought this for £10 just down there. You know, you, you haven't, but it's, you're playing a game. It's like cat and mouse. What, you spent £10 on a kebab? Egyptian pounds. It's like 10p. It's they're ridiculous. They're called pounds? Yeah, Egyptian pounds. Oh, right, they're called yeah. pounds. That's yeah. handy. It, it is quite confusing, though. Because when they say £50, you are, you know, it's quite natural to go, <laughs> fuck off, mate. £50? Look at that. Look at that. So, yeah, it was a bit... It was a bit stressful because you've got to kind of gather your strength to go in, to go to a shop and yeah. ask them how much something costs. And then, some then you have to spend hours just, you know, going, no, I'm not paying that. If you'd had some of that quick energy... I'd have been in and out like a shop. Even when they'd said nothing. They'd be like, just, have it for free. just take it, get out of they'd my shop. They'd paying you Just leave me, it. get out of my shop. They'd pay you £10 That's to it, take yeah. the kebab out. Please, leave. Please, <laughs> take all the kebabs you the want. Queue. But um, apart from haggling, it was, it was amazing. We were there for New Year. And um, a, a New Year... In Cairo, we thought, you know, it's one of the major capital cities in the world, isn't it, Cairo? It's huge. It's buzzing. It's really busy. Yeah. We thought, they're going to go nuts for New Year. It's all going to kick off. It's going to be great. We made sure we were back in Cairo for New Year. Just before midnight, we, we went from our hotel bar, uh, which was dead, basically. It was, it was rubbish. Um, so we thought, well, let's go and get some proper action, you know, in the streets of Cairo. So we went, we went out and uh, went and sat in a coffee shop thinking midnight it's gonna kick off there were loads of people it was brilliant nothing happened nothing like there was no countdown nothing. there was no jubilation and that was it we just kind of sat there at midnight it's a muslim country so we weren't drinking beer and we're also we also didn't really want to display public affection because it's frowned upon in a muslim country it's fair enough yeah so mine and tamsin's new year was celebrated drinking coffee and then at midnight we shook hands and went home Nice. That was it. Well, it makes a change. Well, yeah, but I don't, I'm not sure. Sounds quite refreshing. It needed a change. I quite like New Year hedonism, and that wasn't that was anything but New Year hedonism. Well, it would make a difference for me. 
Well, maybe you should go to Cairo next year. Well, maybe I should just not go out and drink coffee and shake myself off. <laughs> Don't tell me that's the first... You've done that before. What? For New Year. No, I haven't. <laughs> yeah. I'm not you've that sad. fumbled your way into the New Year I before. I have never done that. Really? No. Maybe... Maybe next year then. Maybe about six or seven hours. That would do, you know, maybe you get a few of you and you'll do old Lang Syne. <laughs> you grab the todger of the person next to you. Should all the... This is a good mind for anyone who can't yeah, see that. Yeah, he's doing right the, the skiing position. <laughs> oh, it should be the cross hands, shouldn't it? That's the way you do it. Yeah, because then everyone can link up. Well, actually, I'm warming to the idea now. Yeah, there we go. Has some anonymous stranger got right up your nose lately? Why not let them know? I have a lonely hate. Uh, this actually occurred three days ago. It's another public transport related one. I mean, there's a lot of public transport lonely hates. I don't know why. Maybe I just get quite angered by public transport. Perhaps but... we could rename it public transport lonely hates and then there wouldn't be any incongruity. I don't think people are particularly perturbed by the incongruity of it. That's a good sentence, what you just it said. It is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd have never managed that without my drink. <laughs> I'd have been all over the shop. Yeah, you would. Great. It's well, oh, you test me, man. I'm, I'm going to be like Snow in former. I'm like Eminem on this shit, man. <laughs> Can't wait for Poetry Smackdown. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be over in a blur. Right, okay, anyway. Here is my lonely hate. You. Middle-aged, vaguely oriental man sat next to me on the Victoria Line heading to Brixton. Everybody else was going about their normal tube business. Some people reading, some people listening to their iPods, some people just staring vacantly at the person opposite. But not you, no, no. You had a special way of passing your time on the tube. What you decided to do was to cut your fingernails. Cut your fingernails on the tube like it's your fucking bathroom or something. You know, without any regard to where those fingernails were as well. You weren't stowing the fingernails safely. You weren't allowing them to ping around the carriage, possibly maiming people in the process just so that you can have neatly trimmed nails you ignorant fuck drink some time yes how is. wrong is that it's wrong how wrong clipping your fucking fingernails on the tube just they you know and every time you could hear it kind of clip you know the little it makes yeah just kind of wincing in case it bounced off my head and i was like i should say something i should yeah. say something but I, I, I never do. I never do. But I should have done. What if he'd been hooking up goobers? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> hooking up goobers? That's What's not the that? expression though, is it? No. What you... Hawking up goobers. Well, picking his nose and wiping no. it on the seats. Why not? Let's all behave as if we're at home. No, but you Fuck would... it, I'm going to go in my dressing gown next time and start scratching my balls on his lap and see how he likes it. I mean, like, you it's should... public transport. You it's look... public. You, you don't should... do private things. Clipping fingernails is a private matter. No, I, agree. I don't wish to see it. I certainly don't wish to sit in your clippings. I you agree. Dirty fuck. I agree with all that. Oh. But all I'm saying is, he's he knows the exact kind of grey area between totally unacceptable, but just it's in between, isn't what? it? Because if you've been spitting, if you've been flaming, flame wadding. Yeah. Someone would have There's said There's no difference though, really, is there? Well, it's I'm still saying... your your body matter around the carriage. It's still absolutely unacceptable in my eyes. You know, I wasn't the only one thinking this is pretty gross out, but what can you say? You know, he might have he might have taken Ombridge. He might have attacked yeah. me with the clippers. Yeah. He might have tried to clip my face. Those clippers might be Swiss Army clippers. Yeah. They have a blade in them. I know, it's not it's not worth it. No. 
I think the essential point here is if any any of us Bravcast listeners are thinking it might be acceptable to uh, undertake personal grooming on a tube carriage, don't do it, please. Sprav. 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 Okay, it's been a little while since I've done an extract from my diary from my 13-year-old self. And here's what it says. It says, School was pretty boring. Science was all right. I worked hard in it. Just in case, you know, I'm reading this, well, you're sort of very well enjoying yourself, Mark, but how much work did you do? <laughs> you know, self-righteous. I really am. I really yeah. am. But we've already discussed that, so we'll move on. Um, double expressive performing arts was all right. A bit boring. English was quite good, actually. I did a role play of a badger beta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did badger baiting in English. So you played a badger baiter? Apparently, a role play of a badger baiter. What is a badger baiter? What kind of fucking English lesson is that? My, my teacher goes, all right, kids, now clear the uh, the tables and chairs away. We're getting a circle and we'll do badger baiting. Andrew Constable, you're going to play the role of badger. Everyone else, grab a spade and let's role play. Is that what they do? Why not? Spades? Uh, yeah, did you not know that? They beat the badger to death They lure the them out. You know, we had to lure Andrew Constable out of a, one out of, the, under the out of the stationery cupboards. <laughs> and then when he poked his inquisitive little nose out <laughs> We had at him with spades. Uh, what's seriously? going to be next week's lesson? <laughs> Concentration camp, guys. <laughs> That's it. Anyway, this isn't the end of my day. Oh, right. This is just a snippet of my day. It's Sounds an eventful pretty day. Good. It's pretty good it moves so on. far. <laughs> and then I went to Youthy at 6.30. Right? Youth, youthy is youth club. It's a colloquialism. I was trying to be street. I went to Youthy at 6.30. There was no one else there apart from me and the three in charge. <laughs> We just sorted out what trips we would go on and designed posters for them. That's it's a sad. That is day. a fucking tragic. Like I go to a youth club, and I'm outnumbered by the staff three to one. Like I'm some kind of problem child. Yeah, that's not. And good. Um, you know they're obviously like, well, let's just cancel it. Oh, let's just go to the pub. But they can't. They've got to look after this one little goober who's turned up. It's like, what should we do with our oh, design some posters? <laughs> yeah, what chips do you want to go on? Well, somewhere where there are people. That'd be nice. Let's somewhere go to where I have friends. Let's go to an orphanage. They need, they need people too. That's kind of poetically sad. That really is tragic, it's man. It's sunny on the island where I'm going. Yeah. Where I'm not in Youthy. <laughs> Please, mister, I want to go to the island with the palm trees and the friendly people will have little friends there. Oh, man, it's tragic. I'm going to have a badger to bait. <laughs> This tragic vision of my childhood. Right, we've got a very special segment coming up, haven't we, Eli? Oh, yes, we have. Uh, this is the special segment where, I don't know if you remember the last Bravcast, we invited our regular contributor, Adam, who's the only person that ever writes to spravcast.googlemail.com. Uh, we asked him to yeah, come along. He's the only person who ever writes. What's more, he's got something to say about our level of levity, doesn't he? He has something he's He wanted to introduce a bit Winchy. of joviality to it because he thought it was slightly angry and... Um, this Bravcast hasn't proved any different. So uh, we invited Adam along in the hope that he lived in London and he responded, he's here. Hello, Hello. Adam. Hello, nice to be here. Papa and... Filter is here. Who's the daddy? Who's the daddy? Papa Filter! 
Right, thanks. Thanks okay, for that. Yeah. No, so, uh, welcome, welcome to uh, to the show, Adam. Thanks a lot for coming along. Where have you come from? Uh, I've come from Brixton in uh, London Town. Wow, that's a coincidence. Yeah. That he lives in Brixton Town. Uh, that's just around it's the corner. Not a coincidence. Bro. It is a coincidence. <laughs> it's a lovely part of the world. It is a lovely should, part yeah. of the world. Yes, yeah. yes. And um, you should you should, uh, you should come down and have a look at it sometime. Nice to meet you for the first time, by the way, Adam. Yeah, for the first okay. time ever. Yeah, that's. Is that convincing, Mark? <laughs> Is the charade... You're trying to blow the cover. Oh, the cover what? That you're friends with Adam already? Like, no one fucking realised. <laughs> I'd look, I just, I'm just, I'm just a, a happy listener who uh, tuned in on uh, iTunes... You're not convincing anyone. <laughs> no, seriously, we can drop it. Yeah, we can, we can drop, drop it. it. All right, yes, he's yeah. a friend of mine. He's your fucking yeah. best man. In fact, you told you told a whole story about me earlier on in this. Yeah, we did, yeah. and we were hoping. Uh, I tried to keep up this sort of charade of, uh, of that we have uh, regular listeners that write in because no one does. I tried to build up the image of Spratcast that is simply not true. It's essentially just me and Eli recording conversations in a room and you listening to it. <laughs> the sad thing is, is that none of your other friends. <laughs> no, no, but um, I tell you what, if if it'll get them round, why not? Yeah, if anyone else is listening to it, then everyone can we'll, come have a, down. we'll have a spraff party. Could it be that kind of party where we tug each other off with our arms crossed? <laughs> um, but anyway, as the Pat Filter, as the person that chooses these little stories that we sometimes end up talking about, what have you brought for us today? Well, I've got a couple of stories which I like to think illustrate some of the nicer aspects of the world and events therein so there was um the police in west dorset are hunting a man who has been g- messing with someone's horses really right now in sexually messing well we've or? heard we've all heard those stories about i was just trying to push it through a hedge and all that you know but, <laughs> I haven't um, heard that story. <laughs> but no he wasn't sexually messing with the horses he was plaiting the horse's hair are you serious <laughs> right, so he, he was plaiting horses he was plaiting horses manes but so what, I, what I like about this story is um a the fact that it's a crime, I don't really know why it's a crime, but it's kind of like digging up someone's garden and planting well, you'd be furious flowers. If you owned a horse and it was unplatted for its whole life, and then you woke up one morning and it's got cornrows, <laughs> you'd be outraged. Why the hell has happened? Why would you be outraged? Be outraged? Because it's, someone's been fiddling with your horse. It's like I someone t- washing your car. I mean, I'm... <laughs> I'll take yeah, it is. To that. I think it's a benevolent act, actually. What, You're what right. If, what if he was like a Snoop Dogg fan? Yeah, exactly. What, that, the horse? That horse now fits the horse is now style. listening to gin and juice. Yeah. But what if Snoop changes his haircut and then the horse doesn't? Then it's like, I'm just, I'm so 2009 with my corn road. It's, uh, it's I'd like to see it if uh, he tried different haircuts out. If he, like, he had an afro horse one day. <laughs> That'd be quite nice. Why are they doing it, though? Well, I mean, what's well the... what the police think, PC Tim Paul, who investigated the incident, said that he believes it's maybe be done by a warlock. <laughs> right. Because oh, right. wow. okay, now yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Who can it be? It's the only option. It's a warlock. It has to be. To, no. to, to, to quote Her Majesty's Constabulary, um, we have some very good information from a warlock that this is part of a white magic ritual and is to do with not magic. I should point out, sorry, that not, not is with a K. Yeah, not, yeah. not magic. Yeah. Yeah. Not that hair. Okay. Not I, love, hair I love the fact that the first line of inquiry to the police is the local warlock. <laughs> yeah. Imagine well, that detective series, man. <laughs> Gandalf P.I. If it's white magic, the other yeah. thing is, yeah. if it's white magic, think, yeah, leave it. It's for the greater good, isn't it, white magic? Well, it's a benevolent act, I think, because surely the horse is going to enjoy it. I mean, a horse... All it does all day is stand in a field and staring into the middle distance, I'm as guessing. As far as we know. And eating. Yeah, it's true. They could they be playing rich in a or something. Yeah. But I just think it adds a bit of variety to a horse's life. 
Why not? You yeah. know, it, if anything, it's going to make him stand out from the other horses. It's actually, that, that's yeah. probably what they want. You know, they're probably queuing up. They book appointments with this guy now. Maybe it depends on what spell he's casting. Yeah, but it's all bollocks. <laughs> it's white magic. What is know. white magic, anyway? It's when you like, I like people to love. I'll cast a flipping spell of love. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification, Eli. It's so have, nice. I brought, have I brought a bit of levity in? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look totally. at Eli yeah. embracing it. Mate, my mood has gone through the roof, and I'm yeah. not even on artificial. Yeah, spirit. this seriously, just to warn you, Adam, I'm on um, quick energy. Yeah, if you notice, I'm starting to go slightly red. Uh, it's just a nice influence. When, It'll pass. When did you take it? Uh, about fucking half an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Says on the bottle. I'm last... really seriously. I'm wired. <laughs> you like, are. Properly. You've gone all me. Says on the bottle. Lasts like for hours. Yeah, I know. And I took it at oh about about nine o'clock, and it's five hours. I'm going to be you'll be up at partying. I tell you what, if I can't get to sleep, I might go and find a horse and give it some braids. <laughs> it's been done. <laughs> Uh, what else, so you, what got? else you got? Okay, it? I got another. That story. was good though. I like that. Thanks. That was that was excellent. Nice bit of pat. Okay, you'll like this one. Oh, there are some guys in in Germany, and they are train enthusiasts. They built their own train, right? They got they <laughs> got right. they f- salvaged bits of other trains and bits of garden furniture. Garden furniture. Garden yeah. furniture on a train, and they made their own train. That and doesn't they, sound But so. they then put it on the national rail. Line now that is dedication on the rail network. On the rail network. Oh, I love that. So basically, they had to shut down the entire rail network of Germany. It's literally a runaway train, isn't it? It didn't run away, though, Mark. It came. It's a run to train. <laughs> Were they picking people up, though? Seriously? I, I don't think they made it. Was any it just like a party stops. train? Um, well, they got followed by a helicopter. <laughs> really? yeah, Which is also anyone. fashioned by some enthusiasts. <laughs> <laughs> But would you get on a train if it came along and there's some patio furniture hanging off the Hell back? Hell yeah, man. Yeah. I've been on worse trains in London, man. <laughs> it's like the 18. They should have, that should have been an episode of the 18. That does sound like, yeah. That they, very much sounds like an episode of the 18. They overtake a railway ship. B.A. Baracus yeah. in Lederhosen. <laughs> with a beer crook. Yeah. I love it when a plan comes together. Ich bin nicht getting on ein Zug. Have you got anything else for us? Yeah, I have, yeah. Um, Okay, this one's quite interesting. There was a swan. Well, there is a swan. Again, in Germany, in the river... Oh. How do you pronounce that? Spell that? A-U-E. Oh. Oh. No. I did German at school, man. Ah! Yeah, that's it. Um, And there was a swan (laughs) who was uh, swimming on this river in in the middle of the winter recently. Mm -hmm. And someone was walking their dog and they saw it frozen solid in the ice. The swan? While while asleep. Um, It's like an ice sculpture. (laughs) They were drinking vodka off it for days before they noticed it was actually alive. Did they? What, what did they do then? They, they got it the fire brigade and all kinds of professional equipment. And <laughs> the fire brigade come out. They what? Squirt their hoses on it. That wouldn't work. It would no, freeze it up. more. If anything, that's the worst thing. People and swans. Everything frozen. There were some injuries uh, <laughs> to the swan. No, to the to the eight firemen. Obviously, the swan goes fucking apeshit when he's been freed. Yeah. He thinks it's some kind of practical joke they've played on him. What, what, what did he do? What did, he, uh, how did they get injured? They, they, they the were ice. bitten by the, the swan. swan bit them. Swan Brilliant. Bit them. Should, at that yeah. point, we're like, fuck you then. Yeah. I'll leave yeah. you. I'll leave you here. What, what well, I'll tell you what we'll do. Why don't we wait for your swan mate to come and yeah. pick yeah. you out? Yeah. Which they won't. Why the fuck was he in Germany anyway, man? They're supposed to fly south for the winter. Right? This isn't some... Well, birds no, fly geese. south. 
Birds in general. Not all birds. A swan's not, not by migrating. Not all no. birds. Right, is this is an evergreen one? <laughs> <laughs> They're dirty bastard swans. I've had dealings. You, you have been chased have. by a swan, haven't you? I yes. Know. Once, I know this. we were in a bird park, me and my good friend Virgil. What the fuck is a bird park? Well, it's like a, a theme, theme park with no, birds. It's a zoo with just birds. A bird sanctuary, maybe? Yes, bird sanctuary. And uh, we saw a swan, and my friend said to me, don't imitate a swan. <laughs> The last is that to say to Eli? Like, was that preemptive or was yeah. that? Yeah. He was like, apparently. You I know shouldn't. what you're thinking, Eli, and you shouldn't do that. He was like, apparently you shouldn't, because it makes them mad. What? Because you're taking the piss out of them. But Walking me, here, you, you you walk like this, don't you, Swan? Hey, you've got a long neck like this. Hey, hey. That's basically it. You, is that right. what you were doing? No, I, so I said, strutting like a, a swan, to and it took umbrage. I was like, I oh, know they don't. Don't be stupid. It was another chance for me to prove him wrong. So I got all Swan up. I was all, <laughs> I, I, I swanned out. I was all waving my arms, you know, squawking a bit, fucking jack the lads, and then uh, the swan attacked me, and it reared up. And you know that's what they do; their wings come up and they make themselves much yeah. bigger and scarier. Yeah, this big fucking neck coming towards me at least fifteen miles per hour. I shat it. We both bolted. And from that day, it's just like don't fuck with. Yeah. Me. So if you saw a swan frozen in ice, fuck it. I, you could imitate all you wanted. That would be the ultimate insult for a swan. Yeah. A frozen swan, you'd just be strutting in front of it again. Yeah. You look like this, mate. you got like it's a... Swanning. you got big arms. Yeah. Look at your, look <laughs> like your padded feet. you got like bingo wings. Yeah. Try rearing up now, you bastard swan. That's probably why the fireman got bit. In a, in a related news story, it. did you see the related news story about swans recently? No. They mate for life. Oh, no. apart from, yeah, I did oh. see oh. this. Apart from, apart from this, this, this pair of swans, they were like keeping tabs of these swans. And uh, noticed that one of the swans had come back from. No, they do migrate south because that was yes. in the story. Okay. I win with fact. This this swan story. Yeah. Uh, they they well, they keep a track of all the swans flying backwards and forwards mm. and stuff. So this this famous swan couple, uh, like the male swan, came back with a new partner, and they were like, oh, "That's really sad. It's obviously the females died." No, no, no. She came strutting back with a toy boy. You know, and they've they've got new partners. Both of them. Basically, yeah, they've got new partners. And it said, like, in the uh, little article I was reading, it was quite awkward because they didn't acknowledge each other's presence, <laughs> <laughs> even though they were on a very small pod. <laughs> I love that, man. They've got, like, you could go somewhere else, surely. What is a swan acknowledging another swan's presence? What does that look like? It would go, uh, right. And it didn't do that. that? Little raise of the neck, right. Yeah. And yeah. it didn't do that. They didn't yeah. see it. They but you know what I read about... Um, Seahorses and penguins and you know all these things that are supposedly mate for life. None of them do. Really, Paul Newman. So, uh, Papa Filter, you've excelled yourself again. That's excellent. Um, nice pack. Uh, I'd like to ask you to stick around for the end of the uh, the scrap, if that's all right. All right. My word, this, this scrap cast is totally banging. Oh, crikey! So, uh, next up we have. Poetry Smackdown. Oh, right? yes! It's Poetry ooh, Smackdown. Ooh, ooh, Stop ooh, ooh. doing that, seriously. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's fine, like, here, me and you facing each other and you're doing that sound and it's fine, but everyone listening to the Sprafcast, that's louder than any other sound. You're just yorping in their ear. So can I do it quietly? All right, okay. So next up, Eli, we have uh, Poetry Smackdown. Oh, 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 oh. That's bad. The Poetry Smackdown of this episode was going to be around 2010, because it's the year 2010, as you know. Okay, Adam's back now. What what we're going to do, Adam? Because we never ever get feedback from Poetry Smackdown, because uh, no one else writes in. Uh, we we don't know who who kind of wins the actual Smackdown. Right. So we'd like you to judge if that's all right. Okay. What do you want me to look for? Uh, something that maybe moves you. 
Uh, I I went first last time, so you got to go first this time. Okay. The, uh, the theme, the topic was 2010 and uh, how we perceived 2010 as being futuristic when we were kids. So, um, Eli, in your own time, if you'd like <clears> to take <throat> it away. I've got a secret weapon this week for the poetry. This is a haiku. Check you out. Yeah. It is a bone Friday haiku. Is that because they're easy to do and short? No. Like you. <laughs> Look. That, yeah, that, that was a smackdown. Right. That was right. a slam. Well, who's going Hey, it? I'm getting better. <sighs> this is a poem called 2010 mm-hmm. by me, Eli Silverman. Thank you. <clears throat> it's a haiku. Thank you. I foresaw neat stuff. The time's knob vice clanged shut. And I'll never hover. There are a lot of extra pauses yeah, in that. Yeah, no, uh, what's, what's your initial What's your initial reaction to that, Adam Hampton? I like it. Yeah. 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 It fulfilled all the classic haiku uh, criteria. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite evocative. Yeah. I'll give you that. That's what you meant to do in a haiku. Yeah. yeah. Well, Times knob vice. You know. I think we can all relate to that. Okay. Here's my poem. Okay. It's significantly longer. It doesn't rhyme. Just to warn you. I know what you're expecting. Twenty ten. Even the name of it sounds futuristic. 2010! So much more exciting than other years whose clumsy abundance of syllables make them sound so archaic. 1987. 1995. 2009. Uncomfortable mouthfuls of years which appear to reflect the awkwardness of their age. But 2010? Three syllables? Future! But now we're in 2010. I'm underwhelmed. There are no cars in the sky. No robot butlers and no food pills. Unless you count vitamins or Tic Tacs, but they were around in the 80s already. Tomorrow's world should never have got my hopes up. I like it. Nice. It was good. It was was from the heart. I could tell that. uh... I don't like the way this is going. (laughs) I don't like the the way this review seems slightly reserved, I've got to say. Less effusive you, than I'd imagine. You lost me a little bit with the syllables thing. The syllables thing lost you. Yeah, he's, and yeah. that's right at the beginning. I need to. So I lost yeah. you on the first line. Well, you know, the thing is with Eli is that he, he tried to lose me, but it was so short that I could still see him. Yeah. You know, like Eli's first line was no great shakes either, but at least it was over quick. I foresaw need. Stuff. So basically, you're rewarding this smackdown to Eli because of brevity. I actually I like the. Uh, the poetry of the haiku, it was, it was, uh, it painted a picture around the detail, therefore being evocative of the detail. I think Eli really has changed with the introduction of the Pat Filter. I think yeah, he's mellowed out a bit. I mean, look at him. You've calmed him down. Look, he stopped shaking. I feel, I feel calm. <laughs> I am, however, fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shaking like well, a let's leaf. Just, let's just have a little update <laughs> on uh, on how that. Am I, am I flushing? How's the nice and flush looking? You're looking a bit flushed. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we should round it up okay. because the, it's kind of going a bit nuts. Up. Oh yeah, that is funky. Why that's that's funky as a scrap sandwich with a pickle. So that is it for the end of episode 11 of Sprathcast. Um, thank you to uh, Eli Silverman for bothering to show up. Uh, thank you also to Papa Filter, Adam. Uh, oh yeah, and you for listening. Uh, what are we going to do for the next one? We haven't chosen the next poetry smackdown. Let's have we? choose that now. Okay, Adam, any ideas? Um, ancient Greece. <laughs> I don't mean the civilization. I mean old, really stains. old Greece. Old oil. It's a very there you go. Work with that. Ancient okay. Greece. That's a challenge. I'm okay. up for it. 
We'll do it. Oh, just another quick reminder before you go that um, me and Eli are going to be um, doing a panel show at the Comedian in Brighton called The Humble Quest for Universal Genius. Uh, the general premise is to pitch two top circuit comedians against each other to try and find a modern day renaissance man. You know, the kind of people that were incredibly skilled at various various different facets of culture. Polymaths. You know, polymaths, if you like. Universal geniuses who were incredibly good at poetry and music and art and philosophy and languages and more importantly, hunting. We're going to do that live. Uh, so that's on at the Comedian on the 18th of February in Brighton. So pop along to that. Um, otherwise, uh, download the next Braffcast and you'll hear more from us then. Thanks a lot for listening. Bye. Nice to meet you. Who are McGrory and Ori? <laughs>